Welcome to Indie Reads Aloud, a storytelling podcast with your host, Diana Catherine Plopa. Come gather round, grab a snack, and listen to a story. Each week, we'll feature a new indie author with a story to tell. There are no long-winded interviews, no sales pitches, just stories. Most of the stories we'll tell will be family-friendly, but if they're not, you'll get fair warning before the reading begins. If you want to hear more, investigate the story notes for links to the author and where to buy their books. You can find us at dkpwriter.com. And now, sit back, relax, and listen to a story. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Indie Reads Aloud. Today, we have Mandy Jo returning to the program, and she's going to read her fitness fiction book, which I think is a tremendous, tremendous idea. Creative nonfiction is one of those genres that has always interested me because you take a little bit of real life and a little bit of not real life, and you kind of smoosh them together, and you make a Story out of it. And I think that's a super cool approach to writing. So Mandy Jo, welcome back. Glad to be back. For those of you who have not met Mandy Jo yet, she is a multi-genre author, including fitness, fantasy, time travel, and historical fiction. She has published three books and is working on more every day. Upcoming projects include Mystery, Paranormal, and Women's Lit. Mandy Jo is the founder of Creative Slingers of Ink, a writing group that encourages writing of all kinds and connecting indie authors with readers. Aside from writing, Mandy Jo enjoys cooking, photography, travel, genealogy, and she is a self-proclaimed Hallmark movie addict, which I'm trying not to hold against her, but I'm having a hard time doing it. <laughs> it's too predictable for me. <laughs> <laughs> so welcome back to the program. Um, Be back. Today's book, Adventures in Walking, from the couch to 5K. Where did you get the idea for this story? I actually used to coach walkers anything from a 5K up to a full marathon. That's Every, a lot of miles. Yes. And every year I would get a new group of trainees, but I kept getting the exact same questions year after year after year. So I'm like, okay, I'll go write a book on it. Well, I've written training manuals for other stuff and I've read lots of training manuals. They're boring. So I wanted to change things up and put it into a fictional story with the creativity, but then also have all of their questions answered. Awesome. And do I understand collect, uh, uh, that, that at the back of the book, you can get workout routine suggestions and such as well? At the back of the book, there is the training schedule that she thought that AJ in the story follows and exercises. Yours truly is the model for the exercises. So they're easy. No, easy. I like easy. Easy. <laughs> Easy is good. <laughs> and there's recipes, but the recipes, I don't measure anything. There's a disclaimer. So, yeah, I don't measure anything either. 
so there are no uh, listener advisories in this book today. So anybody who um, wants to have younger um, readers, maybe um, little people who might want to take up doing a 5K walk with their parents, this might be a fun story for you to share together. Yes. So Mandy Jo, if you will, please, when you're ready, take the microphone and read aloud. Uh, do that. It's a warm and sunny early spring morning in Michigan with the sparrows chirping out the window. AJ is eating her breakfast oatmeal. Her twins, Cooper and Carson, are in the dining room of their townhouse. The boys are chattering away with the small television playing their favorite cartoon, Scooby-Doo. A commercial comes on for a beginner's training program to walk a 5K. AJ thinks to herself, I need to lose 25 pounds. This would be a great start. I need more energy with these boys. Plus, Anne-Marie would want me to lose weight. Tears roll down her cheeks as she thinks about Anne-Marie. They were as close as sisters, even though she was her sister-in-law. It's only been six months since Anne-Marie passed away from type 2 diabetes due to her obesity. She writes down the website on a small yellow sticky note with her purple ballpoint pen. The boys finish their bowls of Cheerios, get down from their chairs, and go outside to play. Cooper grabs his basketball on the way out the door, and Carson flies out the door and gra grabs his flat black BMX bike. Cooper shoots hoops while Carson is doing tricks on his bike. She cleans up the breakfast dishes, sits down in the middle of the sectional couch with her laptop computer, and brings up the website of the 5K training program. AJ sees that she can still sign up and proceeds to do so, then sends off an email to her ex-husband, Michael, letting him know that she signed up for the training program and will need him to watch the boys while she has training walks on Thursday evenings. Putting her laptop on the table to the right of the couch, AJ grabs her camera as she heads outside. She starts taking pictures of Carson on his bike doing tricks and Cooper shooting hoops. Carson is riding around doing some bunny hops and going up and down the ramps he has set up on the one side of the driveway. Cooper's practicing his free throws. He's doing pretty good for a five-year-old. Then he starts dribbling up and down the driveway in front of the garage of the townhouse. AJ sits down on the front porch, continuing to take pictures of the boys while enjoying the heat of the sunshine. After taking quite a few pictures, she puts her camera down and walks over to join Cooper with his basketball. They have fun going back and forth, trying to make shots while the other one blocks. After playing outside for a few hours, they all head inside. The boys run up, run in the door and kick off their shoes. They run, run upstairs to their bathroom, get all washed up. AJ goes into the kitchen, washes her hands in the sink, and gets the ingredients out of the refrigerator to make grilled cheese sandwiches for the boys. Carson pops into the kitchen and asks, can I help? Of course. Wash your hands first. He runs to the kitchen sink, jumps up on his stool, washes his hands. She hands him the bread, lay out the bread on the cutting board. Carson places the slices of bread in a single layer. AJ is buttering the bread slices, and Cooper comes sliding on the tile into the kitchen, says, I'm too. You need to wash your hands first. He jumps up and washes his hands. AJ hands him the slices of American cheese. 
you get to put the cheese on all the bread slices that are buttered. Cooper places cheese on the buttered bread slices. She assembles the sandwiches and grills them on the stove. While the sandwiches are cooking, Carson gets the plates out and Cooper gets the potato chips out and they set the table. When the sandwiches are all ready, they sit down to eat lunch. While having lunch, AJ says to the boys, I'm going to do a training program and you will be with your dad while I'm out working training with my group. However, when I have homework walks, you boys can go with me. The boys get big smiles on their faces about the homework walks. Can we go now? It will be soon, but not yet. They finish up their lunches and put all the dishes away and head back outside to play. This time, Cooper grabs the green mountain bike and rides up and down the driveway. Carson once again practices his bunny hops and riding up and down the ramps. AJ gets down next to her garden area and begins to weed her garden, thinking to herself, this nice garden area will have some great strawberries this summer. Then I'll be able to add to salads and smoothies. She takes a break by sitting on the porch while the sun is getting a little bit lower in the sky. The boys are loving their bikes. AJ decides to go into the garage and get her bike out. Hey, let's all go for a bike ride, she says, and they excitedly yelled. After closing up the townhouse, they head down the sidewalk towards the bike trail. AJ follows behind the boys so that she can keep an eye on them. She instills in the boys, walk while on the sidewalk and trail, you boys need to stay single file on the right side of the trail and to let people know when you come up behind them. We will go out for a little bit and then turn around and head back home. About 30 minutes later, she tells them, all right, boys, let's turn around and head for home. Carson and Cooper race back home. Carson wins by a tire. Both boys are very excited. AJ gets there and opens the garage door so the boys can put their bikes in the garage along with the bike ramps. It's already time to get ready for dinner. The boys go inside and get all washed up for dinner. AJ heads into the kitchen and gets out the ingredients for dinner, which, which are salmon, carrots, and rice. She thinks to herself, looking forward to adding walking to my routine and slowly changing my diet for the better. AJ starts up the rice cooker with some sweet smelling jasmine rice, slices up the carrots, puts them in a cast iron skillet that is sprayed with an oil and finally puts the salmon in it. She sprinkles the carrots and salmon with the lemon pepper seasoning and puts a lid on. While waiting for the salmon, carrots and rice to cook, AJ sets the table and calls to that, the boys, boys, Come to the table for dinner. They sit down at the table and turn on the television, of course, to Scooby-Doo. The rice cooker get, goes off. She gets up and plates up dinner for her and the boys, bringing it into the dining room. Dinner was a big hit as the boys ate everything on their plates. The boys take their dishes into the kitchen and put them in the dishwasher. After the boys head up to their rooms and sit at their desks, to work on homework. AJ cleans up the kitchen and then heads up to help the boys with their homework. Once homework is complete, the boys take a bath and get ready for bed. It's been a busy day and both Carson and Cooper are really tired. They go to bed with no problems and go right off to sleep. She changes into her pajamas and sits down in the living room to relax and watch the homework channel.
And that's where I'm going to stop for right now. <laughs> well, that's where you should stop with all my channels. Um, so this was the first book that you wrote of yes. the three. It was yes, your first foray. Your first foray into the writing world. Um, what was the thing that surprised you most about being a first-time author? How much work it was. <laughs> it took forever to write that one. Um, even though I had been doing the program for many years, so I had the basic outline of the program, with putting it into fictional format, I had to intersperse things and sure. give you the background story of who is AJ and you know the boys and all of that. And it's like, oh yeah, they might want to know who these people are. <laughs> so, um, so, so, so chapter found... one got written probably almost near the end. So, so what you discovered as a first-time author is that this is a real like effort. It doesn't happen by magic. Oh, most definitely. Yeah, yeah. There's um, no, <laughs> there's no magic wand. <laughs> What was, as, as you started writing your second book, mm -hmm. Amaranth, mm -hmm. what, what did you see was the biggest difference between shifting from essentially creative nonfiction to fiction? What was, what was that biggest shift for you as you were writing? Because Amaranth is a really big book comparatively. Lots, yeah. lots more words. Yes. So what, was, what was the shift for you from creative nonfiction to fiction? Well, Adventures in Walking is only about 30,000 words. Amaranth is over 100. Mm -hmm. So there was a lot more to it, but it was so much more fun. With the fiction, so much of it, I needed to keep it accurate, but have a story behind it. So there was a lot of work and effort, whereas when I shifted over to fiction, well, I made the whole thing up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I literally made the whole thing up. Um, yeah. I, I like that authors get to use the tagline, we make things up for a living. It's exactly. I created, in that one, I created everything. Whereas in the Adventures in Walking, I used real places. And some of them, I even got permission to use their name in the book. Even better. And they're, in the, uh, and they're included in the back of the book. Cool. So tell me real quick, what's the next project coming out for you? Ooh, I have a lot in progress. So I haven't decided which one is going to actually make its way all the way first. <laughs> it depends what, on which What day. other genres are you working on right now? Just to give us a taste of what might be coming on the horizon. So I've got one that is of course, um, Hallmarky, Christmassy type story. Okay. <laughs> and then I've got a mystery one and one that I've got another one started that's like a mystery paranormal type. Okay. With some witches thrown in. And so those are the three big ones that I've got in the works. I just haven't decided which one is going to get the most attention. 
It's one of the joys of being an author is that you get to yeah. be slightly schizophrenic every day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I haven't quite decided which one. It depends on which one I'm reading and what one, what have I been watching lately? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where are my influences coming from? Right. Thank you so much for joining us on the program again. I look forward to when your next book comes out so that we can play this game all over again. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you so much. Have an awesome day. Thanks. Thank you for listening to Indie Reads Aloud Radio. We hope you'll join us again next week for another story. If you're an indie author and you'd like to share your story with us, visit our website at dkpwriter.com to sign up and read aloud.